Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, legends? Welcome back to this week's episode of the show. Today, I'm joined by three-time AFL Premiership Captain Trent Cotchen. Uh, Trent, obviously, the captain of the Richmond Tigers Football Club, also a Brownlow medalist, um, an all-round just champion of a bloke, and someone that I've been looking to get on the podcast for a while now. I thought there'd be a lot of value that the listeners could take away from this episode, um, and it didn't disappoint. So big thanks to Trent for his time, and I know you guys are going to love today's chat. So if you take some value away from this episode, please do take a screenshot, post it up on Instagram story for me, tag myself, tag Trent. We'd love to get some feedback. Um, but for now, I hope you guys enjoy the chat. Trent, welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, mate. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Um, so very much appreciated and um, thanks for your time. No worries at all. Thanks for having me, DK. Awesome, mate. So we'll dive straight in. Um, we are just quickly chatting about before I hit the record button. Um, what have you been up to, mate? I mean, the last, uh, the last 12 months has been pretty different and hectic for everyone, but um, I guess we'll start off the chat, mate. How was... Aside from winning a flag, as you do, um, how was 2020 and, and life inside the bubble and um, obviously having to adapt, particularly with kids and the family, mate? Um, how, did, uh, how did 2020 look for you? And aside from winning that flag at the end, what was it, um, what was it like early days throughout the year? Yeah, it was a bizarre year. I mean, to start the season off um, round one, which is typically, you know, 80-odd thousand plus and not one soul in there other than commentary and effectively both teams uh, was very weird. And then to know that effectively we, we didn't know when the season would on that date, um, from a positive outlook point of view, um, it gave both Brooke and myself um, a real opportunity to sink the teeth into what we were planning on doing in launching uh, our brand in Posse Socks. Um, and I suppose being in some form of lockdown, I know it got a lot worse uh, as the year progressed, uh, particularly in Melbourne. Um, yeah, it was a great opportunity to spend great, really quality time with uh, our kids, um, but also sink the teeth into something that was really new to me, but also bringing something that was really important to me uh, and us uh, to the world. That's awesome, mate. And we'll, we'll touch on both sides there. Um, obviously, be rude not to talk about a bit of footy, um, but... In terms of posy socks, how did that idea come about, and is that something, you know, is that something that stemmed from you know a few values and stuff that you have yourself in regards to, um, I don't know whether mental health or um, kind of self awareness and mindfulness, or how did that kind of come about? Yeah, I think uh, you know, reflecting on my journey, particularly the last four or five years, um, that journey, whilst there's a lot of detail and a lot of deeper lessons that I've learned along the way, I, I really wanted to find and share my experience in the most simple form as I possibly could. And I came across an image um, one day where I saw uh, on the bottom of socks, more wine on one foot and please on the other foot. And uh, whilst obviously alcohol and mental health probably isn't a good mix, um, <laughs> I thought that could be a really cool way of, you know, it's something that you typically do every morning. Uh, and uh, as I've experienced, triggers are really important to setting up your day. and. I thought after you have your shower, you get dressed, one of the, the first things you do is put your pair of socks on. If there was something on your foot that could remind you either a positive affirmation or to dial up your gratitude or, you know, just your awareness of giving to others, um, 
for me, that's really important parts of setting up a good day for me. And, um, you know, the messages will evolve and, and it will attach to people in really different ways. But uh, I thought it was just a really cool way of having that friendly reminder every day to do something good. And um, that's effectively where the idea was born out of. And then, you know, as we've grown, um, we're learning lots about the way it's connecting with people in different ways, um, whether you are typically a really positive person or whether you're someone who needs a fr that friendly reminder every day. Um, it's resonating with people and, and having a real impact, which is effectively why we set it up. It's, it's not something um, where we wanted to go out there and sell as many socks as possible and fill the bank account up. It was more about impacting people's lives. And we feel as though we've, we've had a really good start to that, but um, have bigger plans for the future as well, particularly with launching our Posse Schools program this year. Awesome. Are you able to touch a bit more on, on, on what that is? Or? Yeah, so effectively... Um, you know, now having kids that go to school, uh, I've realised that uh, the socks are okay quality. Um, but I thought, again, the same sort of um, idea behind it is that kids put their school socks on every morning and if there was something that we could relate back to uh, the school's values or morals or, or a particular message that they're really passionate about, particularly through last year and a lot of kids not actually being able to attend school, um, you know, there's been some challenges with mental health and it's always going to be something that uh, schools are dealing with um, throughout students' lives. Um, we felt as though it was a really strong uh, relationship that, that we could create, but also uh, the reinvestment back into the schools um, with the positive wellbeing. And uh, at this stage, we're, we're engaged with uh, the Institute of Positive Education and they've got a program called PEAK that um, effectively provides a whole heap of curriculum and upskilling of teachers um, to help, you know, guide students through that, that path. Um, you know, growing up, there's always different challenges that we all face and, and everyone comes from different family background um, and we just want to give them the best opportunity at life and, and teach them those lessons as early as possible so that it holds them in good stead as they roll through, yeah, the early stages but also the latter parts of their, their lives. That's incredible. That's awesome. And sounds like it's going to have a huge impact. And I mean, the socks is such a, a good idea, particularly when everybody wears them, which is, um, which is, which is a great, great result. But, um, but yeah, I'm fortunate enough to have a couple of pairs myself and I just love the concept. I love the idea. And um, did it, I just wanted to, to find out, is it something that stemmed from you? Like, do you personally do a bit of meditation is, is you know, mindfulness something that you've practiced for a while now and, if so, how did you kind of get introduced to it? I mean, it seems like it's definitely becoming a bit more popular and, and more people are becoming aware of it now and, and starting to make it part of their daily routine and um, not just kind of training themselves physically, but now putting a bit more emphasis on the mental health as well, which is fantastic. So how did that, um, how did you kind of get introduced to the whole mindfulness side of things and, and is something like meditation a practice that you do daily? <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's, it's a big part of, uh, of my life, but also what we're trying to instill in our kids um, just through conversation and, and questions that you ask them, whether it's at the dinner table or um, in the morning. But um, I was introduced to probably the, the gratitude and mindfulness from uh, Hugh Van Kylenberg through the Resilience Project, but then uh, extending from there, um, Emma Murray came into the footy club uh, and this is prior to us starting to, to have a run at uh, the successful part. But I think we had to hit rock bottom for us to really open our minds and, um, and 
thoughts towards the work he was doing. And it was very different in the football culture to was more so based on hard work and, um, you know, just showing determination and having the skills and working harder on your handling basic physical attributes that you need to bring to a game of footy. Um, but when we really invested in the mental part of the game um, and life for that matter, we saw some significant benefits. Um, and then probably as part of that hitting rock bottom, I was lucky enough to be introduced to Ben Crow, um, who is force is just a legend of a person um, it's a purpose mindset coach so um, spending a lot of time with him and learning about not just from the performance side of things but also just trying to live a more happy life uh, and being connected to, to my purpose personally and the way that shows up in the world is um, really important to me but also the lessons that I want to uh, continue sharing going forward that's awesome yeah we've been fortunate to have um, Hugh on the show and uh, actually catching up with him, with, with him this week. He's such a, an incredible bloke who's had a massive impact. And um, you, you kind of touched on now, I guess, one of the other points I wanted to talk about in regards to, I guess, influential people or influential moments or things that, that you've had on your career early days compared to what it's like now. So I guess coming into the AFL, was there anyone or anything in particular that had a massive influence on you and uh, you know, fast forwarding to now um, with the family and, and also having a few flags under the belt. What what does influence you on a daily basis to continue to to push forward and and become the best version of yourself, um, but also to continue to improve? Yeah, I think um, you know early days and, and still now I uh, I speak with my old man leading into games of footy uh, every week. Um, it has always been, and then I was really lucky in moving in with uh, Kane Johnson, who was captain at the time when I first got drafted and learned a lot about, you know, the disciplines that's required uh, from keeping your body up to scratch. I was, uh, I suffered both Achilles injuries in my first two years in pre-seasons, which um, was challenging, but it was also something that I'm incredibly grateful because it taught a lot, taught me a lot about myself, but also what my body could manage. Um, and he was the ultimate professional as well. So, uh, even at times where his food was a little bit too healthy to what I was used to. Um, <laughs> from a relationship point of view, he was obviously a bit similar age to me. And, um, you know, being on that journey together for a long period of time now has been really, really enjoyable. Um, and then, uh, you know, there's, there's been coaches along the way. Uh, there's been people outside of the football world that I've looked up to and have shared a really great relationship with for a long period of time now. Um, and, and as I just mentioned, uh, Crowy, more recently, uh, is probably my go-to man with anything that I'm battling with, whether that be on-field or off-field. Awesome. And uh, I, it did cut out a little bit there, but in regards to current players now, is the, yeah, I think, think you lost you for a sec, but um, in regards to current players now, whether they're you know guys similar age to you or even some of the, the, the junior guys or rookie guys on the team, is there anyone that you kind of gelled really well with or taken on your wing to to try and um make the process a little bit easier on them but also taken away from from their values as well to help you become a better player yeah definitely i think you know i think that's what's made uh, our group so unique um over these last few years as well there's you know even looking at our leadership group you know we have 10 or 10 or 11 guys that we we catch up on a regular basis to share those skills and um you know, contribute 
holistically to our whole program, whether that be on field or off field. Um, everyone's taken ownership of what their strengths are. And you know, I am captain of um, a team that's, that's really unique and special, but I'm incredibly lucky to have such uh, wonderful people. Um, you know, it's well known that I share a, a really unique and special relationship with Dusty, who you know, early days I probably was guilty of judging a book by its cover, but um, you know, the more you dig deeper into someone uh, and learn a lot more about them and show uh, trust and loyalty and love, um, the more you get back. And you know, th that's a friendship that will last forever. And uh, I'm incredibly grateful of you know what we've shared and the experiences we've shared, both high and low, along the way. That's awesome, mate. Thanks for sharing. And uh, something that I was thinking about last night is obviously um, your evolution as um, a player coming into the AFL and then, and then becoming a dad. And then um, I guess now as well, being in business as well. I'm not too sure if there's other business ventures along the way as well, but um, is there certain values that you find are super important um, as you know, an athlete, uh, a businessman and a parent as well? Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, one of my number one values is authenticity. And um, if you're showing up being true to yourself in any one of those uh, environments, clearly that's going to allow you to perform at your best uh, or be your best. And um, so that's one of them. The other is family and love and curiosity, I think, um, for us to continue to learn, evolve and grow. Uh, you need to be curious. You need to ask questions. Uh, you need to be intrigued by others. So uh, being interested rather than interesting is always something that I try to live by. Fantastic. And now uh, something that I was, I was really curious about actually is the obviously leading into your first um, premiership win. That's um, I'm assuming that's something that you'd kind of dreamed about as a kid and obviously being in the AFL each year, that's what everyone strives for. And um, something that may have at some point in time probably looked like it, it may not, may not happen. Um, especially the struggles that you, you guys were going through as a team um, prior to that first one. Was the feeling of, I guess, satisfaction post the first premiership the same or any different to what it was like winning the most recent one in 2020? Yeah, it's a really good question. I've, I've done a couple of functions. Um, and one of the questions is, which one's my favourite premiership? And whilst all the hard work, the heartache, the challenges of particularly 2016, um, maybe thinking I was never going to get there. Uh, 2017 was really, really special uh, mm. and highly emotional for, from a club point of view, family, individual. Um, so that was really, really special. But I think, you know, taking your whole family and their lives up to <laughs> the Gold Coast, whacking them in a <laughs> hub, uh, living and breathing footy for 16 or 17 weeks um, where, you know, it felt at times that you know, the AFL world was out to get Richmond and I suppose that typically happens when um, you know, you're, you're reigning premiers and, and people probably also want to see you fail more so than succeed and um, 2020 was just a roller coaster where I, I didn't even know if we'd ever finish the year uh, and to come away um, with all the challenges we face but in such a unique set of circumstances um, was really special and I think you know even speaking to our supporters now um, and whilst they couldn't go to any footy, the, the Melbourne-based ones, um, last year, it, it meant so much to them. And, you know, the grand final in itself was a pretty special game as well to yeah. be 
you know, down by five goals or so at half time and the, the resilience, the grit the boys showed uh, to continue to fight and, and find a way. And then obviously uh, run out winners was, was high, yeah, unbelievable and, and highly emotional and very different to the other two. Incredible, mate. And how does the, you know, post a premiership win and there'll be a lot of players that never get to experience this. How mentally, how do you find it um, having to guess reset, I guess, and, and lock in for another season coming up? Is it, do you find it harder after you've, you know, you've just come off a, a big win to then kind of find that motivation or is it even higher now? I know that you, you've had that taste of success a few times now. Um, is, is that motivation even higher to come back and do it again? Or do you find it, more difficult to, to find that motivation and to turn up and put in the work to, to come back this season and hopefully get another one? Yeah, typically, I think I think in the past, what's um, made us a really strong group is our willingness to compete. You know, I, I crave that bash and crash sort of feeling, which you, you get a little bit in pre-season, but it's not so much the same as the games. And you know, who, who likes fighting against your mates? It's, it's always better when it's someone um, who you're trying to take something away from. So that hunger to, to compete and perform uh, against the very best is, is probably what drives me. Um, but in saying that, I think this year is going to be a really interesting year from an AFL point of view, just on the back of, you know, hub life. Some teams did it well. Some teams really battled through it. Um, you know, the mental pressures of the game are as high as they've ever been the expectations, uh, the criticism, it's all really in your face now and you probably can't escape it uh, anywhere near as much as you used to be able to. And I think it's going to be a really challenging year. And, um, you know, they're always challenging, but particularly this year on the back of 2020 um, will be harder uh, again. But I'm really confident about the group that we have uh, at, at the Tigers and the way that they continue to apply themselves and want to get better and grow and um challenge each other first and foremost but then also take it up to whoever it is that we're competing on the weekend awesome that's some really good insight mate and i won't hold you up too much longer the last thing i wanted to touch on is just in terms of physically how has how has that evolved and has it changed much for you now particularly over the off season and in the pre-season or you know even during the season now looking after the body um, making sure that you're right to go for game day and also I guess the you know the build-up of um, of pre-seasons you've had over your career now has it changed much for you like throughout this period outside of the season um, physically to prepare for the season ahead? Yeah I think um, you know, we're, we're really lucky with the high performance team that we have managing us from a uh, physical point of view but also I think as I said um, the, the greatest challenge that every team's going to be very similar in their, their peak fitness um, some teams will choose to be almost at peak as round one hits other teams mm. might choose to, to roll into the season a little bit more and peak at different stages and, and then have their flat spots but I think you know the greatest challenge moving forward is going to be to keep people fresh mentally um, you know, the game's hard, it's, it, it gets harder, everyone gets fitter. Well, I'm certainly noticing, I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older and lots more grey hair, but um, <laughs> it, it certainly is something where you have to you have to try to get away from the game as, as often as you possibly can and, and really reset, refresh, get energy in and ensure that you're, you're ready to go and um, in those moments that there is the expectation that you're, you're fired up and, 
and having a crack. So for me, you know, off-season becomes, um, you know, I'm re- I, whilst I'm not wishing away my footy career, uh, I'm really excited about the next phase of my life as well. So it's something that's a great distraction and can take me away from footy. Um, and Whereas as a youngster, I suppose you can be really consumed by it. And sometimes that can be a good thing and you get the best out of yourself. Uh, other times it can be all too consuming and you can end up really flat and obsessing over little things that really shouldn't matter in your life. Um, which I suppose is, is about finding the balance and something that the older boys in our team typically work along with uh, our young younger crew. And we're lucky we've got an amazing group of young boys that are highly skilled, highly talented, but also want to do the work as well. Brilliant, mate. That's uh, that's awesome. Look, Trent, much much appreciated, mate. And um, I like I said, I do appreciate your time. And thanks for coming on to the podcast. And for those that have, that have tuned in, um, that want to grab their pair of posy socks, mate, where's the best place for them to to jump on board to check them out and um, give you guys a bit of a follow? I'll have all the links in the show notes. But where's uh, where can people find them? Yeah, straight straight to Um we're not far off launching our second range. So uh, we'll start to see some new product pop up there soon. So appreciate the support, but more importantly, I hope that it makes some positive difference in your life. Awesome, mate. Well, for everyone who's tuned into today's um, episode with Trent, if you've taken away some value, which I'm sure you have, or you've just enjoyed the show, please do take a, a screenshot of today's episode and, and post up an Instagram story uh, for us. Tag myself, tag Trent. And, uh, and definitely jump on board and give Posse Socks a bit of um, love as well. So, again, thanks, mate. Appreciate your time. DK, thanks so much, mate. Really appreciate what you're doing for everyone too. Thanks so much, mate.